Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. The San Diego City Council moved forward this week on an ordinance that will govern how surveillance technology is used in the city. But not all residents are happy with the proposal. Here to talk about it is public safety reporter David Hernandez. David, let's start with some background. So this issue of surveillance and the need to govern it locally came up in 2019. Remind us of what happened. Yeah, so it was in 2019 that residents and the public in general first learned that there were cameras mounted on streetlights in various neighborhoods across the city. And um, that led to many questions. And what the public realized was that three years earlier, actually, in 2016, the city had installed the cameras along with other uh, equipment like sensors and they were pretty much sold as uh, money-saving and energy-saving um, streetlights, again, with all of this various equipment. And the idea was to track um, pedestrian movements and weather and collect that data to see how to improve streets. But um, the San Diego Police Department learned that there were cameras as part of all of this equipment on streetlights and started to use the equipment to investigate crimes. And all of this, like I mentioned, came to light in 2016, and it led to many concerns in different neighborhoods about over-policing and also um, potential civil rights violations. So that's kind of what sparked this controversy and brought us to this point. Okay, so they started working on an ordinance. And I mean, many years have passed since then. What has been the holdup? Yeah, so the the idea was that many residents, like I said, were concerned. But one of the things they said um, was that some of them, at least, were not necessarily concerned so much with police using the equipment in the cameras um, specifically, but the fact that there was no oversight over that or transparency. So that's where this the idea of this ordinance came in to govern how the city uses that technology and to kind of have, again, that layer of oversight. So it was proposed in 2019. And it really kind of took off in 2020 in terms of like we seeing um, a draft of you know regulations and what they could look like. Um, but uh, so it came before the city council for for a vote. Long story short, it ended up going through a review process because several labor groups uh, invoked their right to review the ordinance. They're able to review any regulations that could affect their work or certain aspects of their work. So. It took 18 months for the city to work through questions that labor unions had, and it finally came back to the city council last month for what many thought was going to be a final vote on it, um, given that the city had already engaged with labor groups. And uh, it turned out that council members wanted to make some amendments, um, and I'm happy to go into that a little bit more, but that force the city to kind of go back a bit and then review the ordinance again once all these amendments were made and it just came back to the city council um, this week. Yeah, let's talk about those amendments. Uh, first, I mean, what is in the ordinance um, itself? You know, what are some of the most important things that it does? And then, you know, what were the amendments made this past month? 
Yeah, so the gist of it is that city staff has to issue a report explaining how they intend to use surveillance technology. So that, for example, could could mean the police department issuing a report saying we want to use this type of equipment and this is how we want to use it. And then the uh, the city will have to engage um, in outreach in various neighborhoods to get feedback from community members. And um, they'll also have to take input from a privacy advisory board. Um, and that was created earlier this year as part of just efforts to provide oversight and transparency. And um, so the city council will have to take in the public input, take in the input from this advisory board, and then decide whether to approve the use of that equipment, whatever equipment they're considering, um, or whether to reject it. And if they move forward with um, surveillance technology, every year they'll have to reevaluate the use of this technology and, again, uh, agree whether to move forward with it or not. Okay, and what were the amendments that were put in this past month? Yeah, so um, at the request of a council member, Raul Campillo, um, there were two major um, amendments. One of them was to cap um, attorney fees at $15,000 in case the city was sued um, over the implementation of the ordinance. That's the maximum amount that someone could uh, receive in terms of attorney fees. Um, And the other um, amendment was a little bit more controversial. It called for San Diego police officers on federal task force to be exempt from the ordinance. So what that means is that they wouldn't be required to release um, much of any information about how they're using this technology if they're part of a task force, specifically a federal task force. Um, and that actually was a request that that exemption was a request from the police chief um, who said that his officers um, have several agreements with federal agents on various tasks force and that he felt that they would have to pull out from those partnerships if if they were then forced through the ordinance to release information about how they're using this surveillance technology. How have city council members responded to residents who have a problem with the new amendments? Yeah, and so much of the much of the um, concerns center around the fact that you know there would be police officers, assuming they they use technology, um, who would who wouldn't be required to, as community members see it, be transparent about that. So they, their concerns are whether there would be surveillance, for example, that we wouldn't know about, again, because of the exemption. Um, so for example, at this week's uh, city council meeting, several members from the Muslim community said that they, they feared surveillance um, by the FBI and San Diego Police Works, again, with various agencies, including the FBI. Um, and so to your question, um, some community members last month did not support the amendments. Um, it was actually a 5-4 vote last month to move forward with the amendments, so it narrowly passed. Um, and then when the ordinance came back this week, um, we had some council members voice their frustration over the amendments, but they also said that it's time to just move forward with, with, with an oversight 
uh, a layer of oversight rather through this ordinance. So they were okay with moving forward, but um, Council President uh, Shawnee La Rivera did ask that the council at a future date discuss um, any other ways that they could possibly protect um, the information of um, certain types of groups like members of the LGBTQ community or uh, information related to race, religion. Um, so that could be a possibility down the road that they add some other regulations to the ordinance that would protect the information of these groups. Um, yeah. Uh, so what are the next steps with this ordinance? When will it be heard next? And if it passes, what then? They didn't set a date in terms of when to hear it next, but um, like many of them expressed, they're eager to get it passed and they need one more vote for that to happen. Um, so it could be as early as next month, um, but there is a recess coming up, so it could be delayed because of that a little bit. Um, so we're not entirely sure at this point, but they do have to vote on it once more and then it becomes a law. Okay. David Hernandez, public safety reporter at the UT. Thanks so much. Thank you.